Hello! And welcome to the We Don't Wanna Podcast. This is normally the show where we really don't want to. But for this new series, we don't yet know if we don't wanna. So come along and join us as we continue our journey through the new Wheel of Time show. We're your hosts, I am Scott, and joining me as always... I'm just kind of waiting for him to retract his spikes because this this guy's a real puffer fish, I tell you what. <laughs> it's Zachary Attackery! What's up, buddy? I had buddy? no idea what you were going to say. <laughs> that was good. That's the that whole idea, pal. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing very good. And actually, I'm doing so good that I think we need to change our intro to... We don't yet know if we don't want to because, yeah. look, man, I just think every yeah. single episode here, I just want to more and more and more. Yeah, it's, um, if we're just gonna go ahead and jump right into it, um, yeah, man, uh, again, I am just continually being surprised by how much I am enjoying the show and into the show, man, like... It's good. It's yeah. real good right now. There's yeah. like, not to get way too far ahead of it, but there's like so little action in this episode, and I did not care. It was at all. I mean, there's like no action. So good, and it was fantastic. And it was so uh, intense, even with no yeah. action, with yes. just words. It's You're so right. Good. Maybe maybe next week we'll we'll switch it up, switch up the intro, and be like. Uh, this is we don't wanna, but fuck that because we want. <laughs> Listen, guys, so, we don't wanna present, so we fucking do what we want. Okay, we fucking do what we want. Exactly. Uh, kind of said it better myself. Um, um, I'm good, man. Thank you for asking. Uh, of I have always. had a crazy, crazy, crazy past couple months with work, but it is finally done. We You're are, in the we clear. Are, we are in the clear. You're and, done with uh, work forever. Retiring. Yeah, done with work forever. This is it. We're <laughs> quitting to become professional podcasters. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. No, I'm good, man. I've finally gotten some much needed R and R. It. I mean, I still feel like I'm catching up, if I'm being honest. But like, I'm I'm doing good, man. How are you? Uh, I am also doing excellent. Uh, you know, it's it's a little bit slower for my work as well. It's gonna be a good thing and a bad thing, double-edged sword. But uh, I, I went to the Brazilian steakhouse again. Again this week, I I can't remember if it was on Wheel of Time or on Harry Potter that we talked about me going to the Brazilian steakhouse. I think it was on Harry Potter, but either it's way, two weeks in a row, real life, real time. It's two weeks in a row. I've gone now. Um, it's amazing. I had a good time there with friends again, and uh, yeah, you know, life is good. This show is good. So that makes it even better. Yes, well, uh, it's it's good stuff. It's it's good good stuff all the way around. Uh, normally, to start the show, we do the old quick and dirty recap. But I'm gonna call a little audible here on you, Zach. And I think, for a couple reasons, I think we should just jump straight into the full rundown. Because I feel like we wouldn't be able to say much in the quick and dirty to do anything justice. And also, like, there's kind of a lot here. Yeah. 
So, wait, in wait, order wait. also here's, to help save here, time. Here's the quick and dirty. <laughs> a lot of shit happens, and, and then even more shit is about to happen. Here's Done. the quick and dirty. The the White Tower in... Uh, what, is the, what is the name of the city again? Tar, Tarvalon or Tal... Tarvalon has basically just become the Red Keep in King's yeah. Landing. Yes. Like... The politics are going crazy, and I fucking love it. Uh, so, yeah. Why don't we just jump right into the episode? Okay. Uh, Zach, let's, why don't you take us away? Let's do the and, goddamn and Tell thing. us how we start. Yeah, so episode six uh, opens up with this very young girl who uh, has a sick-ass chess piece. <laughs> like um, that's a tattoo for those who who don't know. I'm pretty sure people know what a chest piece is. I Scott. only knew what you were talking about because I've heard you rant about your tattoos before. I don't I rant about otherwise. my tattoos. Scott. I'm pretty sure you've ranted to me about your tattoos. <laughs> you are absolutely full of shit. Zach's uh, got a sick ass chest piece that he'll never shut up about. I don't ever talk about my tattoos literally ever. It's true, but I want to create they don't know that. I want to create the illusion that you're that I'm a fucking major dipshit. Yes, who's constantly ranting about his tattoos. Dude, I prove that I'm a major dipshit cool all is. the time, so true. I do that on my so, own. That's why this is so believable. The the world is on my side. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay. So we uh we open with a very young uh Suan. Is that how you say her name? Suan? Suan, yeah. Okay, it's like Swan the, Princess? The, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. It's spelled like with S and I U A N, I think, but it seems like they're pronouncing it Swan. It may be like Suan, but it just sounds like Swan. I'm gonna okay. call her Swan. Swan. Um She Okay, so I, I was just like is this young fucking little baby girl the Amberlin seat? Uh, I, I kind of thought that immediately. Yeah, and well. I was like, I, was I like, don't I think I like is. that even a little bit. Uh, and then I quickly realized, okay, this has got to be a flashback. This is like just setting her up and then it's, you know, the... Oh, you thought the Amberlin seat in present day was going to yes, be a little girl? Like some, oh, you're an idiot. I was like, what the fuck? That's <laughs> stupid. You are the stupid one. I, I mean, like... I I feel like some fantasies and like lores do try and do that, where like they have like this like this young child is like this all powerful fucking thing. I think you're thinking of JRPGs. Okay, well, I mean that might be true also. All right. Anyway, she's trying to catch some fish with her dad, and it's real sad uh, because they catch some fish and they find out that his village place. Is it a village or is it just the house? I think it's just his house. Is it I just, think it's his, just house? his house? Okay. Yeah. His house is burned down. Um and he realizes that he needs to send uh little Suan Suan Swan whatever uh away for safety, I think. Yeah, so we see that she can weave. Like she's got the one power. Right. I did not fully understand if like this was people living around them burned their house down as like a, hey, we know this girl can weave and is weird. We don't want her kind here. 
or I I didn't know how to fully read this. There was there some kind of symbol on like the burned down. There was, yeah. Uh, it looked I, like an apostrophe. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the apostrophe. Uh, you know, gang. They they're always burning shit down. So yes, the apostrophe I faction. Just, I, the way I took it, and I don't know if this is correct. Hey, spoiler! We're blind in this series. Oh what? Oh uh, yeah, we should probably give that disclosure. We should. Probably, yeah, we've <laughs> never ever mentioned it before. I kind of took it as, uh, the villageish people, the people that are around them, know that she's different, know that she can do magic shit, and they don't like that kind of thing. They know she's a freak. Yeah, you know, listen, people don't like what they don't understand, what they fear, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, so. definitely. Um, so anyway, uh, the dad sends her away. It's a very sad scene. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're both in tears, and yeah, so he sends her away to the White Tower uh, yeah. so that she can, one, probably be protected, but two, also learn how to actually use her power. Right. It is sad, because... Now this dad, who only has one arm, or one hand, I guess I should say, by the way, has no house, and also she's taking his boat. And she's like, what are you going to do with no boat and no house? And he's just like, I'll manage, but you have to go. It's very sad. It's yeah, a touching moment. Yeah, definitely. Um, he, he does call her uh, Swan San- Sanche. Sanche. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the fuck they Sanche. say it. Sanche. Sanche. Uh, daughter of the river, and I thought that was a pretty cool little little name, which it comes back later. Yeah. Huh. Okay, so we see Moraine in her. My girl cleans up nice. Oh boy, does she! <laughs> she got she her hair so all done, hot, did. Dude. Oh, I love her, dude. I she love looks her so fucking that. good. All right, so she we see Moraine good. in her blue garb. And she looks like such a badass, and she looks um, uh, very nice. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> she is a very attractive woman. Let's just oh hell yeah, dude. call it like it is. Oh hell yeah, oh hell yeah, oh hell yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she might be more attractive than banana a uh, banana bread at work. <laughs> eh, maybe, maybe. Close runner-up, at least. Very close, very close. Okay, so uh, this is this is very intense. We see we see both, uh, or actually all three: uh, Moraine, uh, Alana, and uh, Leandrin. Leandrin standing kind of right in the middle of what what appears to be this type of like council chamber, uh, kind of like hall court type setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's. There's three members of each color sitting around this kind of round room, right? They're all sectioned off, like blues, greens, reds, yellows, whites. White, browns. Browns, and then that's it, right? And uh, No, I feel like there has to be more. There's seven total, I know. I counted Well, no, no, no. The seventh one is is the gold, is is the seat. Was it? Because I thought I counted seven and then the C, but I could have been wrong. Uh, I th- There's no way to ever know. Uh, <laughs> no way to ever know, dude. There's no way to ever know. I know for sure there are browns and like lo- looks like wa- whites. 
along with the ones we know, which is green, blue, red, and yellows. Maybe there are only six. Yeah, I, th- I think it's I'm just the sure. six. Anyway, um, and then of course, uh, Swan, Swan. God, I'm just gonna say Swan. Swan Let's walks just say in. Swan. She she walks in, and it's it's a very dramatic entrance. Um, I thought it was a little bit too much, if I'm being honest. I thought it was a little, little cheese ball-y, but it's okay. It's okay. Um, and we see an all fully grown up, thankfully it was not a little girl, uh, Swan. And yes. uh, immediately the tension is just through the roof. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, She's still got the, in Zach's words, the sick-ass chess piece. So sick-ass chess piece. We know it's her. So first, Swan uh, uh, orders Loghain in. And My guy, Magic Man. Magic Man comes back in. And I was happy to see him actually talk. Because uh, yeah. I, I feel like we will get more from him at some point. Yeah, I I hope so. I, I kind of like it. I kind of still dig this dude. Like yeah, I, his I moment do. here was was pretty good. I kind of got the impression once they had gentled him, he was like done. His mind was like completely gone. Right. But like no, he's still uh he's still is coherent and makes sense and yeah. like talks. I I have a feeling that he's going to have some type of insight to like to the one power. Like Sure. I I have a feeling like he he gets it in a way like, and may, like maybe the way that uh, the Aes Sedai have always perceived it or have always managed it is not like true, or or maybe Could not be. the whole story or something like that. And I just I I just feel like he he's got something more you know left to give to the story. So, uh, very excited that that he is able to be present in mm-hmm. some way shape or form. You know, for sure. Um, I, I I hope he still has a part to play because I do like him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so anyway, she she passes judgment on him because he just straight talks some shit. He's like, "Yep, you guys fucking suck. Uh, I'm the fucking man. Uh, I fucked up seven of your fucking chicks, and I'd do it all again. Nine, nine, nine of your he fucking fought, chicks. He fought nine at once and killed one. And he's and like, he's I'd, like and I'd do it again. Yep." <laughs> He's bit yeah. He's talking a big game. He's like, listen, people. The further away you get from the White Tower, people say the Aes Sedai are the weakest they've ever been. That normally overthrowing the seat, you know, would be crazy. But he had an army to help him within a year. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's he's talking a big game. Yeah. Uh. I mean, it definitely. Like, I I think from the beginning of the show. There's definitely been this kind of like I mean, we talked about it in the first episode about how there almost seems to be this like okay look the the Sedai are respected but like but like people don't really want them around or like right. them don't or necessarily like, like them yeah. yeah like they they acknowledge their power um and so it, it's just interesting to see like the actual dynamic of of the politics here and, and, you know, like people are like, ah, fuck them. Basically it is, is what it seems like anyway. Yeah. Um, okay. So she passes judgment. She says that that he's going to live the rest of his days as an example, a prisoner. And, uh, he begs for death as he's been hauled away. Yeah. Um, he breaks down big time. Like he does. It almost, it almost seems like he was intentionally saying this shit 
like yes. trying to goad them into killing him. Yes, that's what he wants. Yeah, I, I, th- uh, I think, I think it's just that he doesn't want to have to live without the power. Right. Exactly. Um, so for sure. I mean, we heard from Tom that you know once, once men are like you know have touched the power and then are severed from it, they're like never the same again. And we're seeing that firsthand with, with our boy Logan. But the mother is like cold-blooded. She's just like, nah, you're going to be held and studied and you'll serve as an example and you can get the hell out of here. I don't give a shit. Yeah, so so then Swan uh, addresses the three. Moraine, Alana, and Leandrin. And shit gets fucking wild. Like, yeah, not in the way that you know, swords are drawn and there's like magic happening, but like if if words can dance around each other and have a fucking battle, yes. th- this is happening right now. It's so good. It's a very, very this, interesting scene. Yes, you're absolutely right. Uh it's shit gets wild, but this is like of the multiple moments that I was like, oh shit's getting wild here. This was Honestly, one of the tamer ones, because yep. I legitimately, a couple times throughout this episode, I was like, oh, shit, like, out loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I did that. Amanda was, uh, so Amanda and I watched these episodes together, mm-hmm. and there's a couple, actually, I think it happened <laughs> probably two or three times in this yeah. episode where yeah. I just stopped taking notes, <laughs> watched the scene, paused it, and was just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then had to sit for ten minutes and collect my thoughts and like watch the scene again. It was it was kind of crazy. This this was the hardest episode so far, by the way, to like watch and take notes. Yeah, of. definitely. Cause it was just like I feel like I'm just you know, play normally you can kind of skim, but I was just like, Oh, I have to take everything here because this is all good stuff. Yeah. So so she addresses the three of them. And is is basically, I mean, we heard at the end of the last episode that she's very pissed off about uh, not being able to give Loghain a fair trial. And she tells them that. She's like, that man deserved a fair trial. And uh, Leandrin is the first to speak up. She says, uh, he would have killed us. It was necessary. Uh, I mean, like, the dude is insanely fucking powerful. Right. Uh, we had no chance. No chance at containing him we had we had to do what you know what what we did and though at the time i did not think it was a big deal alana is like yeah no that checks out uh yeah she's saying the truth this dude was fucking hardcore and we could not handle him we had to do what we did and moraine looked a little taken off guard that that happened yeah, well, she seems to hesitate a little bit for sure. She before. looks at Alana and is like, uh, you did that. Okay. Yeah. And then she follows suit and says, yes. yeah, okay. She agrees. Okay, yeah, no, th- that is what happened. Yes. Uh-huh. And <laughs> <laughs> it's just very strange. Um, so, you know, they some more words are tossed around. If you want like to say any more like specifics, please, you know, hop in. But I, I think at the end of this whole thing, it's, it's, it's just Swan says, Leandrin, you're going to take the fall for this. Uh, right. when, when, uh, Karene was killed, that left you in charge. So right. that also made me think, okay, it's so like, do they have a ranking system? Like, like, you know what I mean? Uh, 
We see a seat left in the green section. I was going to mention that. Yeah, yeah. So that so Karene had to have been like a top green. It sure seems like maybe she was the top green because from what we find out later in the episode, it sure seems like uh oh man, her name escapes me right now. It's further down in the in the notes, but like the middle seat to the blue gal uh she seems like she's almost the head of the blues and she was right. sitting in the center of right. the three and the center green seat is missing so i'm assuming that was karene's seat uh and that yeah maybe she was like the head of the greens yeah um, so uh she yeah basically she she tells leandrid you you would have been in charge uh so you will take responsibility right. Uh, what I did find uh, very interesting, uh, the mother, basically when, when she's rebutting this and she's like, uh, you know, listen, he deserved a fair trial. And Leandrin kind of cuts back with like, well, you weren't there. You didn't see what he did to our sister. And the mother is just like, our laws don't exist to protect you and your comforts. They exist to protect people from us and i thought that was pretty interesting yeah yeah uh that's that that's definitely a good call out because it just i mean it definitely like makes you kind of question your perspective on what the fuck is going you know like so many people think like oh these rules like how do i work the rules right to and it's like uh, that's not really what they're there for right right um, like Leandrin certainly seems to be that. Way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So Leandrin just goes full bitch mode and yeah, she does. is like, "Oh, I'm gonna take the fall for this." Yeah. yeah. Well, and then like straight up, just like a little kid, starts pointing her finger at Moraine. Yep. Just straight up narks on Moraine. Who's like, "Oh, you're gonna get me in trouble for this?" But what about more what Moraine has done? Let's let's talk about that for a minute. Right, 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 right. So she brings uh, Nynaeve into this, and uh, I. So it was at this moment that I realized that, like, because they start questioning her about you know what she's been up to, mm-hmm. and I think this whole time, and correct me if I'm wrong, Scott, but I feel like this whole time you and I both have been like. What is she actually doing? Like, what has she right. been doing all this time? It was it was here that I realized, oh, like, what she's been doing is trying to find the dragon. Like, everybody else must not know. Right. I, I think maybe... I think maybe we thought, I, at least I think I did, that there was just more to it than that. Right, yeah. Like, there was something else, some other you know, bits of information or secrets she was holding back. Right. Turns out there definitely was. Like, Moraine's got secrets. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Which, which we'll get into. But uh, I think that the biggest thing is here is that, yeah, she's just looking for the dragon. Right. Is the right. main thing. So, anyway, uh, Leandrin kind of forces, well, it, it is it is a power move, actually. It is, yes. it is definitely a well-played power move by Leandrin to kind of challenge uh Swan's authority mm-hmm. uh in front of the entire like council she basically forces her hand into kind of dropping the hammer on Moraine 
We right. we learn later, of course, which we will get to that. We learn mm-hmm. later that that the, the intention for that to happen was not there at all. Uh, right. but, uh, she, she had to roll with that because of the way that Leandrin kind of like challenged her. Leandrin outwardly. does kind of f- force the issue. Like she calls out like subtle shades definitely thrown at, uh, Swan where she's like, uh, Hey, Moraine's been traveling with the most powerful channeler we've seen in thousands of years. Yes. Even more powerful than you mother. Uh, and Moraine hasn't said shit about her. Like what's up with that? Yeah. Also, uh, hey, the blues are supposed to be like gathering secrets and warning people of danger. And yet, you know, hey, this magic man's army came up from here and Trollocs are coming from there. Uh, what the fuck, bro? Like, where right. you at? Where was where was our warning at? Right. And yeah, she she basically fa- forces Moraine and, uh, you know, Swan to kind of have this clash almost. Yeah, and at the time, I was like, oh, fuck. This is hardcore. I love this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I loved the defiance. And I'm going to go ahead and just say this now. I feel like their actual, their true relationship kind of, kind of diminished that quite a bit. In hindsight, yes. But I do. I love the scheming, and I love that there's more yeah. more than meets the eye. But same. I just. I really. I mean, everybody loves the story of your your hero kind of like going against like yeah, the yeah, main yeah. person in charge. Everybody loves that. So definitely, I really thought that that's what was going on, and I was like a little disappointed, but still also pleasantly surprised with certain things. So same, exactly same. But I think the twist was good enough to where. Like, I was like, oh, shit about it. And I think the fact that they almost set this up here with this, like, you know, angry confrontation they have. It was made done it well. All, yes. It right. made it all the more surprising than later, too. And we get that reveal where it was like, oh, well, fuck. Yeah. Like, I, I know exactly what you mean about, like, you know, like, uh, Moraine being kind of the rebel is cool and, like, fighting the power. But, and I'm with you, but the the twist is was very good was very yeah good. yeah definitely so listen uh she says tell me where you've been she tells her she says i've been mm-hmm. to the twin rivers and uh, hundreds of villages in between and uh swan's like okay and what was the purpose of your visit and i i'm having to remember here during this uh you know um back and forth uh they cannot lie right, right. so that was so she asked specific questions right Um, and so she says, okay, and what was your purpose? And she says, uh, I cannot say. Mm -hmm. And she's, and so she says, okay, cannot or will not. And Marine just kind of stays silent that time. Yeah. She's like, ah, I can't lie. So I'm just not going to say shit. Yeah. And uh, so she asks again, and uh, Moraine tries to deflect, and Swan fucking lays down the long dick of the law and is like, Yeah, she does. You're going to get down on the fucking ground and beg me to, you know, like give you mercy, basically. Yeah. Um, don't forget have- that th- this castle, the seat is mine, this castle is ma- mine. Twin Rivers and all the hundreds of towns in between are mine. Uh, 
Yeah, I have the full quote if you want. Yeah, please I did do it because it's good. I, this this whole like her basically like power rant here was was pretty good. Uh, so she says, "You dare to challenge me? Perhaps it is your noble blood, Lady Moraine Damadred, that breeds contempt for those you consider beneath you." Outside this tower, it seems you do as you please, but I am the, am the Amerlin seat. This is my tower, my city, my world. From Tyr to Two Rivers and every town in between, remember that well while you were here. Remember that well when your forehead and your lips touch this marble and you beg your mother for mercy. Dude. And I was like, oh, damn. She's fucking, she's going hard. It's getting fucking <laughs> spicy. Quick. Yes, it yeah. was. Uh, that was some hardcore shit. Uh, so she it says, was. all right, I'm going to pass judgment on your ass tomorrow. Uh, for, for both of them. For Real quick, yeah. I don't know if you caught this or made a note of it, but when she tells her, you know, to like, hey, basically put your head to the ground and beg me for mercy... It did kind of this weird, like, slow-mo Moraine bowing, mm-hmm. and I was like, that was kind of corny. Yeah. I, I don't know. That was weird. I didn't like yeah. that. Now, in hindsight, the fact that Moraine kind of does this corny bow is kind of like, okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, it was still a little corny, but also it kind of makes sense also now that we know their relationship. Yeah. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, have I mentioned how hot Moraine looks? <laughs> Moraine looks Dude, good. Dude, she looks fucking good. She looks good. She cleans up well. Oh. She cleans up real well. God damn, dude. She looks Her good hair up is a good look for her. Oh, my lord. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The bath scene is also a good look for her. Well, there is that, too. <laughs> okay. That um. Too. <laughs> so, yeah, after she's like, yeah, I'll deliver your judgment tomorrow. As they're walking out, uh, Alana basically tells Marine, she's like, hey, apologize to her publicly while you still can. And Marine's like, what good will that do me? What good will that do me? And Alon tells her, don't to be stubborn. And then Leandrin gives her shit, and uh, she's like, oh, you thought, you know, basically I would be nice to you because of what you said about, you know, backing me up in there. And she's like, you only said that for your own benefit. I know you too well. And then she tells her, whatever you're up to, you had better accomplish it quickly because tomorrow your reckoning comes. And she calls her old friend very sarcastically. So these two definitely have like a big history. Like, hey, we get more like a real good uh, kind of verbal battle between them later that I absolutely loved. Uh, But these two do not like each other. Yeah, uh, I mean, we've been commenting on their tension for several episodes now, and like, mm-hmm. it was, it was nice to to finally like yeah. see some shit play out, and yes. you know, some instead of holding all the cards close. I mean, we get some really interesting stuff later that I'm sure we'll talk about. Uh, they're like, all right, bitch, like here, here's my fucking play. You know, yeah, uh, it's good. I I love it. it. This was a, this might be my favorite episode so far. By the way, I think it is mine too because I just love the like. This is fucking, 
It is seriously giving me major like Game of wood? Thrones politics oh, yes. vibes. Uh-huh, that too. <laughs> yeah, and the wood thing too. <laughs> yeah, especially. And I Marine. just like that's that's my shit. That's my jam. Like I just I love that oh, these fucking these powerful ass wizards just fucking doing all this you know political backstabbing in this tower is just so fascinating and interesting to me, and I'm super into it. I love it a lot. So, yeah. So, after this, uh, we cut to a shot. Moraine's just having a nice cup of tea. Um, just on a balcony there somewhere. But, turns out she's kind of, like, staking out. She she knows where uh, the others are holed up at. She waits for... Uh, they do, I did notice at this time, they are saying her name differently now. Nine Either eighth. we were just hearing it differently... I'm pretty sure they're saying it differently than the way they started. But yeah, it's it's like Nineve. It's like Eve instead of Nineve. Well, no, it's it's um, Nineve. Okay, see, see now I'm even more confused because Moraine definitely says Nini like Nineve. She she no. she stole our fucking she stole our thing. No, I'm pretty sure she says Nineve here. Nineve? Not Ave. I'm pretty sure it's nine Ave. Whatever. Oh Fuck it, God. dude. We're, We're just keep saying it how right. we say it. Uh so yeah. Lan and her start to head in. Moraine asks Lan how bad he is. Lan's like, he's worse than expected. Uh they go up. Moraine has a real quick moment where she basically tells the innkeeper to fuck off and don't come back no matter what you hear. And uh she goes into the room where Randikin and Matt are chilling. Moraine asks how long Matt has been like this, because she can obviously tell he's in rough shape. Randikin is like, a month, but it's cool, dude. It's cool. He's just got a fever. He's just a little under the weather. He just, you know, he's his tummy ache, you know? Uh, Matt, from the bed, as he's in rough shape, he says, listen, I know what Aes Sedai do to men like me. And to his credit... Our, our fucking dude, Randikin, does try to defend his friend. He, like, grabs a sword and tries to, like, I won't let you touch him. But, of course, Lan just beats his ass. Yeah. He, he's got no shot. And then this was one of the times I, like, popped off. I was like, oh, fuck. Uh, as Moraine approaches, Matt uh, tries to stab her. With his magic dagger, but she she just uses her magic to hold his ass down. Uh, basically, magics the knife out of his hand, and she's like, you, you idiot. You damn fool. You took this from Shadar Logath. And then she just uses the magic to, like, yank the darkness out of his mouth. He's vomiting this darkness... She's just yanking it right out of him. Uh, it, like, kind of tries to go into her mouth, like, possess her, it seems. Uh, but with, with considerable effort, she manages to, like, channel it back into the dagger. And drops the dagger, you know, land makes sure to cover it up to make sure nobody touches it. Uh, Randikin comes out. We cut to the, her out on the patio. Randikin comes out and thanks her. And she says, listen, I would have done it for any of you. And Randikin is like, okay, well, so 
Matt can't channel. He's not the dragon, right? And Moraine is basically like, well, it's not that simple. I'm not sure. He's basically, he's much stronger than he should be. That dagger should have consumed him weeks ago. But she also tells Randikin to watch Matt to take care of him because there is a darkness in him. That The dagger was feeding off it as much as he was feeding off the darkness in the dagger. So yeah, uh, good shit there. I thought that was uh, some pretty crazy shit when she just starts to magic yank the darkness out of him. That was that was pretty rad. Yeah, uh, she also she gets pretty fucking pissed off at uh, Nanave Nanave here. Yes, uh, that's what we get next right here. Uh, yeah, she gets real pissed. Like she walks up and Moraine basically tells her off and is like. Dude, because of your freaking pride, uh, you could have your friend could have died. Why didn't yeah. you come get me immediately? Well, it's it's funny because Nanave, she she sees Moraine and is like getting pissed off at her uh-huh. for being there. And then Moraine's like, Uno reverse card. Yeah. It's just like, nah, bro. <laughs> yeah, nah, bro. You think you're pissed at me? I'm pissed at you. Times two. <laughs> she has the the really great stinger of a line that she leaves uh fucking ninny uh basically like yeah stunned yep. with is she says if wisdom is the title you claim i suggest you start using some and i was like ooh Moraine cutting deep with the words Dude, i love it she's looking good spitting some fucking fire she's Ripping darkness out of dude. I want her to rip something else out of me, dude. I'm, just, you know, what I'm saying. You are the worst. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, and yeah, of course we we have to go immediately from that into the nice uh, sauna steam bath time God, with Moraine. Fuck me, dude. Um, she, listen again. She she is a fine looking lady. Uh, she has a meeting with uh this blue leader gal, uh, uh Megan. Megan, 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 Megan. It's Megan. It's Megan. <laughs> okay, we're going with Megan then. Uh, Megan says, "Hey, Swan is losing her grip." <laughs> Can Moraine cheekily ask on sanity or power? Uh, Megan is like, "Listen, a green and you spoke on behalf of a red today, so the whole world's gone mad." So, obviously, what happened in that trial room where Alana and Moraine then, like, backed her up and was like, yeah, he was super powerful and we did basically have to gentle him uh, is not something that happens very often. Right. We also learned that Swan was once a blue. Like, they, they, yes. say, it, they say it there in the, in the hall, it, like, in the first opening scene, but uh, right. it's, like, reconfirmed here. That. Yeah. Uh... Megan is like uh, a lot of crazy shit is happening. She talks about like the Trollocs attacking and some ships disappearing. And she also she's like, well, what are you doing out there? Uh, I'm wondering. Swan is wondering. And Moraine is basically like, listen, I brought the most powerful channeler and living memory back to the tower here. Like, what do you want from me? That's what I'm fucking doing out there. Right. And Megan is like, listen, you can hate Swan all you want, but yeah, like you said, she was once blue. 
and we owe her loyalty. We must have a united front. She definitely gives me like kind of like the old, like the old way, uh, yeah. type of person. Like, like she was a blue, so like we we got to stand behind her. Like that's just what right. we do, you know. Like right. fucking deal with it. She's playing uh, this this gal here. She's just playing regular old checkers, and like Moraine and Swan are playing like four D chess. Yeah, know? dude. <laughs> Like the, the I, I you could tell Mike and has no fucking it's, it's, clue it's like, what's it's actually like Ned, going on. Ned versus yes. fucking Cersei and, and this, Tywin, this dude. Is, this is Ned versus Cersei right here. <laughs> she's got no shot. Poor uh, guy. She's like ah, but listen, this actually this is kind of a very Ned move too. Here, she's like, listen, don't worry, I'll intervene for you uh, on your behalf with Swan. You know, all to all, you know, hey, get out of here before Robert kills you. I'm making sure you're fine. Uh, this is, girl is just Ned. Uh, she's like, yeah, but also, hey, you have to stay here in the tower permanently. Uh, you've traveled enough. Uh, you are going to be staying here forever now. Uh, and then Moraine gets a message from some yellows. And she goes to see... Our two, our two wayward wanderers, Egg and Perrin. This was weird to me, and I don't know what Moraine's intention or idea here was. Egg asks about the others, and Moraine lies to her. Sort of. She says, what did she say exactly? She basically said, like, I, because, I mean, she already knows, obviously, where they are, and they're in the city. But she tells her, I have watchers watching for them. I'll know if they enter the city. And it's like, dude, you already know they're in the city. It's just, so it's not like a direct lie. She didn't say she doesn't know where they are. But she certainly wasn't forthright with them and just sure, told them, like, right. hey, I know where they are. They're over here. You want to go see them? And I was just like, what is her game there? Uh, I mean, it could just be something as simple as, like, not putting them all in one basket, you know, like. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if. I suppose. Yeah, I don't know. I hadn't, I hadn't thought about that until you mentioned it, but I mean. It, Marine's it got secrets, man. Yeah. So, yeah, she does. <laughs> yeah, she does. Uh, Moraine asks about the white cloaks and Egg gives her the rings uh, she says Valda will never harm her sisters again. Yeah. Wrong. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. I definitely don't think that dude's dead. I think Egg is uh, seriously mistaken there. I was like, is this supposed to let us believe that Valda's dead? I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Uh, Moraine also tells uh, Egg that, uh, listen, the yellow healers are the greatest in the world and Perrin will be totally fine because uh, the yellows had healed the him. Um, Egg tells us, like, listen, I'm more worried about the inside of him because when he was being tortured, his eyes went golden like a wolf. <laughs> and Moraine's like, okay, that's weird. Anything else strange happen? And Egg's like, well, yeah, also a whole pack of wolves attacked the White Cloaks <laughs> at the same time, and he seemed kind of friendly with them, and they basically were, like, bark talking to him, and he's a werewolf and all this. <laughs> He also grew she, about fucking eight inches when he broke out of those <laughs> ropes and scared the shit out of Valda. And 
Yeah, it's like, come on, Egg, you're burying the lead here. It's just his eyes went gold. Uh, Moraine is like, hey, tell no one. There are many, including the Aes Sedai, that would harm him if they knew. Yeah, she she does and, she does seem like, oh, that's not good. Yeah, like, right, exactly. Uh, Egg is basically like, ah, so does this mean he's the dragon then? And Moraine is basically like, listen, there's too much that we don't know about the dragon, I can't say. So then we see Moraine uh, at bedtime. She's got her jammies on. Land comes Still in. Still looking like a goddamn piece. I mean, she always looks good. Land comes in and is like, hey, you masked our bond earlier. Don't do that. And I was like, that's interesting that she can do that. Uh, Land is like, we've got too many enemies. It's not safe. And Moraine is like, well, I want your priority to be protecting our friends from the two rivers. And um, <laughs> then she's just like, good night, Lan. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, get the fuck out of here. And <laughs> he's like, okay, I'll stand watch. I loved this cheeky little moment between the two of them. Uh, she's like, it, well, he tells her that she'll he'll stand watch. And he's like, hey, you be back before dawn. And she's like, is that an order? And he goes, did it sound like a suggestion? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then he goes, give her my love. And leaves. I'm like, the fuck is happening Yeah, in hindsight, this is so funny. (laughs) This is, oh my god. So, then Moraine goes over to the wall. And just opens a magic portal doorway into Swan's room. It's just Swan sitting there chilling, knitting. Like, this has to be one of the things they talk about at the end, right? Like, uh, what did they call it? Uh, The way? It's like Uh, a portal between space and time? Yes, I guess it could. I mean, it didn't really look... It didn't look exactly the same. That's true. Maybe this is something different. I just got the feeling that this room that they're in, like, wasn't in the White Tower at all. Like, I yeah, I kind of, I kind of got the feeling like this was in like, in their head, like. Oh, interesting. Like they're like they're meeting like on a spiritual plane or something like that. Interesting. I almost wondered if this was, like, the way, like, this hut, whatever, was fashioned, I was like, is this just, like, back where she grew up? Is this, like, back on the river? And they both can just, like, magically create doorways to this place, and that's how they get their alone time, you know? The only thing that kind of, like, stands in the way of my idea of them, like, meeting in, like, a different, uh, I don't know that I'd say dimension or, like, just plane or whatever. Sure. uh, Is she... Uh, Swan does make a comment about how it's like been so long. It's right, like if, if, right. If you can just go into a different plane of existence. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, look. It yeah, it added. seems like they both have to be in the White Tower in order for this to work. Because you're right. They're like, oh, we don't have any time. We're, we're getting, a, we're getting, we're burying the lead here and getting a little ahead of the game. Um, <laughs> these, these two are like lovers. They're like in love. They're, they're in coots. This is all a ruse. Yeah. Uh, it's a good ruse. She, 
It was the good ruse. It had me fooled. This was like the biggest twist of the whole series so far. I did not see this yeah, coming. Did I you didn't see this either. coming? I, no, absolutely not. I paused it, looked at Amanda, and I literally said verbatim, did not see that coming. Yeah, for sure. Uh, because, yeah, like, Moraine just strolls in, and Swan's like, what, what was that today? What what are you doing? You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me. Well, and I don't understand she's like, why she's giving Moraine shit about it, because it's like, dude, Leandrin forced that. She did, but, like, I feel like Swan is basically implying, like, you didn't have to make it that hard, bro. Like, you could have done this a little easier. Right. But I also love that Moraine is, like... <laughs> She, she even okay so she even says here i have the quote don't fuck she says laugh. that display you made me put on has made everything we're trying to do much harder don't smile because moraine gets like a cheeky little smile like halfway through like mm, i did a bad thing ain't i such a stinker it's so good dude what really I got me it. was the get on your knees and then oh, fucking boy. God damn, Swan gets on her. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hell yeah, Moraine. Uh, they, uh, they, they have a, a short chat here. <laughs> Moraine, they are boy, they are really getting into the sexy talk right away. Moraine is like, "Am I forgiven, Mother?" And <laughs> Swan is like, "I hate it when you call me that." And then she's basically like, listen, I'm not supposed to have favorites or love anything or anyone but the seat. And Moraine is just kind of like, when have we ever followed the rules? Aww. And then they kiss and they, you know, they have their sexy time. It's good. I did not see this coming at all. I was shocked. Yeah. I didn't immediately love it i don't think i still love it but it is what it is and i'm gonna roll with it uh i uh, it was a good twist it was a good twist and it was done well so i have to appreciate it for that however right it just it almost just seems like it's too easy for moraine yes that's what i was just about to say I was like, yes, it was a good twist and well executed and truly shocked me. But like Moraine's like, like, listen, I know it's not going to be easy, but I know exactly what you mean when you say that it almost makes it too easy. Like they're all against the dark one, obviously, but. We've we've thought before that Moraine also kind of had to, you know, uh, fight the power and the establishment, you know, right. and this stuff. But that's not really the case. Like, even Leandrin, who seems like a problem, gets almost completely put in her place by the end of this episode. Yeah. So it's like almost all threats other than the Dark One has kind of been removed by the end of this episode yeah which just inherently isn't quite as interesting i guess right 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 i think i mean yeah that's that's exactly where my head's at i have i have some theories which we'll discuss at the end that i think will put it back kind of in that in that space uh but 
yeah, we'll 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 get to that. So let's let's okay. let's finish off this conversation because the this the rest of this is still very good as well. Yes. You got it. Oh, I thought you were gonna go. There. No. <laughs> so after you know they're done, you know doing their thing. Uh, someone asks her, "Hey, what's wrong?" And Moraine is just very confidently like, "Hey, I found the dragon. I for sure found the dragon. Uh, it's complicated, but I found five potentials in the same village. Only four are the right age." Uh, she's like, Nanave is too old, but how can we discount her power? Right. She's extremely confident that it is one or all of them. Yeah. So I have to, I have to admit, I, I have thought for an episode or two, I was like, in my head, I have been thinking, and this definitely could still be wrong, but like Mm -hmm. in my head, I was definitely like. I don't know that like it feels like it's being set up in a way that makes me feel like there's going to be one of them. Right. And so I, yep. I was kind of partially thinking like could they all be in unison the dragon like like fragmented yeah. you know like. Here's here's my wild uh, theory about this. Uh, you want to hear it? Uh, yeah, fuck yeah. They, the the five of them together, by their powers combined, they're gonna summon <laughs> Captain Planet, and uh, he's he's actually the real dragon. Uh, oh but yeah, my, my my feeling is is something similar at this point that it's like, by our powers combined, Earth, Wind, Heart, Wolf. You got Perrin <laughs> over there with his wolf power, uh, and yeah, they're basically gonna have to. Listen, I'm making this a joke, and I'm making it way cornier than it is probably will be. But I think it's, you know, like Moraine basically okay, says we've here, already had like, arm linking, like fucking Red Rover. <laughs> like. Yeah. Oh my god, <laughs> can I forget that? Uh, Moraine tells Swan here. She's like, uh, every town has a different legend about the dragon, and Swan's like, hey, our prophecies are clear. And Moraine is like, uh, those prophecies are 3,000 years old and translated hundreds of times. Uh, I heard one about a multi-headed dragon. And that's what I think is the situation we're going to end up with. Because I agree with you. I didn't feel like... And it still could, this still could be wrong. But I still don't feel like it's setting up for... Hey, one of them will eventually be right. the dragon. Right, you know? right, right, right. For sure. I do... I do, however, think that one of them will turn. Whoa. What makes you go out on that limb, buddy? Well, and I think I think that it's I don't think it's gonna be Matt. I think that's the I think we're gonna have that expectation dodge. Misdirection. A ruse, you yeah, say. I think it'll be Rand. I hope it's Rand. I fucking Rand hope. Sucks. I mean he's basically Anakin Skywalker, so yeah, it's yeah, Rand. True. Randigan Skywalker, dude. true uh so yeah captain planet uh is the dragon confirmed um swan is basically asked her here she's like after moraine is like "Ah, i heard about this multi-headed dragon and uh swan is basically like well why would the wheel split the dragon's soul and so they talk a bit more swan says something about or no, Moraine says something about Gatara's vision. She's like, what if her vision was wrong? 
and Moraine is like, okay, well, I've been searching for 20 years, and I know even less about the dragon than when I started. Right. And apparently, by the way, they were both there for the vision. They both saw the vision somehow. Seems like it, yes. That's what Uh, she said. And Moraine... You were there, you saw it. And now Moraine... Okay. Now Moraine says, what if we brought in the other sisters to help? And Sawan is like, uh, yeah, they can't suspect we're working together. If anyone else finds out what we've been doing, we'll be stilled, which I think is probably, uh, like, the, can't they be cut off from the power? Isn't that basically, is it like gentled except for women? Is that what I'm understanding? Uh, I don't know. I feel like they talked about this before, but now I can't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, uh, <laughs> this is where Swan calls her a puffer fish, uh, which I thought was real funny because she's basically like, I'm not talking to you until you calm down, uh, Moraine. You just need to retract your, your track, your quills, and then we can have a nice civil discussion. Um, Swan then tells her, listen, whether it's one or five, man or woman, the prophecies agree that the dragon will either join or defeat the Dark One. And Moraine says that she will kill them herself before she lets him have them. And I was like, oh, fuck, Moraine. You are so right. Dude, right? <laughs> She's so cool. She's so fucking cool. And um, Swan hears this, that she's just going to kill him, and she's like, okay, good. Yeah, good, good, she's good. like, okay, good. I, I was hoping you would say that. Yeah, I was hoping you would kill these teenagers. So she, sure. I feel like she was looking for that confirmation because then she immediately goes into suggesting. Yes. Uh, she's like, "Well, listen, dude, I I keep having these dreams, mm-hmm. and I am seeing the dark one, mm-hmm. and he is very weak right now. Yes, uh, at the eye of the world. At the eye of the world, whatever that is, which uh, I, I I am assuming we're gonna see that soon." Um, well, they basically, Moraine basically tells us what it is at the end of the episode. Well, it's, right, it's no, the no, prison. no, right. It, it is, it is the prison. Um, so she's seen him, and he is weak. However, he is growing stronger day by day. Mm-hmm. And she suggests that uh, she takes all five of them with her to go and defeat him now, while he is mm-hmm. still weak. Right. Uh, and Moraine says, "Well, what about the other four? Yes. And she's like, you and I both know that anybody that stands in the way of the dragon and the dark one will be will be killed. Right. You're, you're exactly right. This was interesting that Swan was basically like almost waiting for this confirmation of Moraine being cold blooded enough to be like, I'll kill them myself before I let right. that happen. That she's willing to lose these five. And now she's like bringing up like, yeah, hey, we should just go do this. Uh, if the other four die, the other four die. So be it. Yeah. You know, is what it is. Yeah, man. Uh, raised like a pig for slaughter. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> what could that have relevance to? Um, um, yeah, so that's, oh, uh, sorry. Okay. So this, this scene ends with Moraine telling Swan. Mm-hmm. Uh, tomorrow when you sentence me, it must be exile. Mm-hmm. 
Right. And uh, Swan is like, well, why? And she says, because Megan or Mygon or whatever the fuck. Her, what's her name? Mygon. I Mygen. think we it's Mygen. 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 It is Mygen. <laughs> and she, she, she confesses, uh, Mygen has ordered me to stay in the tower. And right. uh, Swan is like, fuck. I, you can tell. She doesn't say anything, but she's like, God right. damn it. Okay. She's very sad that they don't have more time. Right, for sure. right, right, right. Yeah. Which this is where it's it's kind of what we were talking about earlier. Like, I don't think they can just meet in some kind of headspace dimension, whatever it is, whenever they want, for sure. Right, right. Um, I think they definitely both have to be in the White Tower. Yeah, so... I mean, that's essentially the end of it. I mean, was there anything else in that conversation that you wanted to add? No. Uh, good twist. We went over it. I, I do kind of worry about what that means going forward, but it was it was a good part. It took me by surprise. It was well executed, so I can't be too mad at it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so it's the next day, and uh, Moraine and Lan are... Uh, walking through the White Castle or the White Tower or whatever, and she runs into Leandrin. Moraine is such a goddamn badass She's a savage, dude. Holy shit. So Leandrin tries to power play Moraine. Uh, Oh, does she? Oh, my God. And, you know, I was like, oh, fuck, dude. All right. Yeah, I was like, fuck for, yeah, for, you know, her not being of the blue order, like in on the secrets, she sure knows more than I would have expected her She's to. She's got her little birdies. Yeah. She definitely does. Um so she tries to power play Moraine and she says, um some like Moraine says something about Matt and Leandrin's like, Oh, hey, Matt and you know, Rofflin or whatever his last name is. Cawthon. Cawthon, right. Uh is that that is that his name? And then what about Rand and whatever and Egwene and Pan- she basically she reveals like, yo, I I know I know what the fuck is up. And they're all right. from, from she the knows, Twin Rivers? Yeah. Or two rivers. She knows or, all of them and like where they are. Yeah. Uh and Moraine is just like, you know what? Hey, I know about that guy you're fucking, by the way. Uh <laughs> if you say shit. I'm telling all of your red sisters, and they will have him killed ASAP. And just turns around and walks away. No, no, no. You forgot the part where after she does all that, she looks deep into her soul, in her face, and just says, walk away. And just, oh, right. Oh, just... Just menacing. Bitch, you have no clue what I will. I will end your very existence. You've got you're trying to play this secret backstab politic game with me, with me of all people. I am so far ahead of you. You have no chance and just power walks away. She is a savage. I love her. Yeah. Yeah. She uh, she goes pretty fucking hard, man. It's so good. Uh. So she she goes to meet with uh, Loyal. Our dude! Our fucking guy, Loyal. I love Loyal. The builder! She, in short, says, look, we have a very unique opportunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I need your help. Right. And then that's really it. Yeah. Uh, She's like, we have a crisis. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I did think it was very funny because we know how Loyal is. Loyal is all about taking his sweet time. And Moraine is like, how can I hurry this along? Like, listen, dude, crisis, uh, urgent. Let's let's get this done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very funny. Um, And then she says something to Lan, like, just make sure that they're there. Right. And they depart. So Moraine walks into the uh, the hall or what? I forget what it's yeah, called. Yeah, like the court, the courtroom. Yeah, uh, yeah. I and can't remember what they call. To it. my surprise, uh, she has egg with her. Yeah, and she's just like showing egg around. She's like, "Hey, look <laughs> at all this cool shit." <laughs> Isn't this cool? Check out this seat. It's pretty rad. <laughs> right. Look at that fucking chair. It's nice? not as cool as the Iron Throne, but it's pretty sick. Yeah. It's pretty sick. It is pretty sick. Yeah, it's, um, it's a good seat. And so Nynaeve gets brought in. They kiss and make up. Nynaeve gets pissed off that they're there, and she's like, what are you trying to drag us into? And Moraine's like, shut up, bitch. Let's go. Well, you're going to meet You're gonna meet uh, this uh, Amberlin seat. I'm getting a little tired of Nene's yes. constantly pissed off routine. Yes. Yeah, especially like I got like, real tired of it in this If episode. she hadn't like cuz she started warming up to everything. Yeah. And now it's and just that, like all of a sudden it's just back to fucking ground yeah, zero again. Exactly. There there was that short brief moment of time where she was warming up like she warmed up to Lan, like she was kind of being okay with people and now she's like Moraine told her off. And now she's back to being pissed off at everything, and I'm I'm kind of real sick of it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Especially like the way that she's acting with, um, with yeah. Uh, Swan. This next scene, yeah, she's a real dick. Uh, real quick, I wanted to shout out, uh, Moraine continuing to be the cheekiest of of bastards. I love her so much. She says, "Swan Sanche only oh, yeah. waits for one woman." And it's not you. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I think I know who she is. <laughs> Whoever could it be? <laughs> who could it be? Oh, God, Moraine's so cool. Yeah, she really is, man. She's the best. So she so she brings the knave and uh, an egg to meet um, Suan. Mm-hmm. And Suan is like... They tell me that you're the most powerful channeler or whatever, like in the last thousand years, and you mm-hmm. get this very split second of egg, kind of like, like, oh, like, oh, hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell yeah, I am. It was, and very then she, funny. and then she says the name's name, and yeah. and egg is like, uh, what? Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's really funny, and it sucks too because yeah. I like egg way more than I like the name. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. Well, Egg gets her like uh, thanks here in a second. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and basically, I mean, look, if you want to go through the specifics of what's said, I have it in a nutshell. Nanave is being a shithead. Uh, yeah. Swan drops some fucking knowledge, and then Egg's like, "Okay, I get it. Like, what do we need to do?" Right. Right. Yeah. Basically, like, there was a funny Nanave tried to like. She she's in like her moody like angsty teenager phase. She's, she's like, book five Harry Potter. 
Yeah, definitely. She's like, oh, you have low standards then if I'm the most powerful channeler and you've seen a thousand years. Swan just is cool as a cucumber about this. She just starts cracking up laughing. Uh, and her and Moraine kind of exchange this look like, isn't she a real bitch? And like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> and um, yeah, then Swan, she thanks Egg for her bravery on bringing the great serpent rings of her sister's home. I thought that interesting that apparently these are called great serpent rings. Um. Yeah, and then Nave is continued to be a dick, and she's like, "Well, enough blowing smoke up our ass." She literally says that. What do you want? And Sawan basically is like, "Hey, listen, I understand the desire to live an ordinary life, free of conf- consequence, but you have been called to greatness, and the fate of all of us rests on the decisions that you make now." Nanave just doubles down on her dickish behavior. She, she pulls the whole, you don't know me. Don't talk to me like you know me. This petulant child over here. <laughs> uh, she's like, we don't want any part of this. Want. And Swan just stops her. Yeah. Swan just holds up a f- single finger, stops her, and she says, the wheel doesn't care what you want. It calls you to this whether you can bear it or not which was really good and then she goes the last battle is coming what any of us want now is meaningless only the only thing that matters is what you do and yeah then egg is like well what do we need to do right because egg is obviously younger but obviously much more mature than goddamn Nineve is whatever her fucking damn name mini. is <laughs> Fucking Ninny. She's back to Ninny. Yeah, Swain dropped some good lines there. She's like, the wheel doesn't care, bro. Like, you have been called to do this. Uh, What you want is meaningless. Uh, What are you going to do? You know? Right. Uh, It was good stuff. Yeah, no, it it was good. Again, I still don't know that I'm, like, fully on board with this whole, like, Moraine Swan like alliance thing um I feel like Swan's power and I don't know that I should say credibility but just like like her her being this like thing to be feared is just kind of watered down it's just been so diluted now yeah, like she was built up to the last several yeah. episodes. Is that what you meaning? Like, as like, even before you know, we found out what was going on between the two of them. You know, we heard from Megan. She was like, "Is she's losing heart grip and you know, on sanity or power?" And it's like, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yes. So next we cut to Moraine, uh, being judged basically. Uh, Swan exiles her and makes her swear on the oath rod. Um, it's a very interesting scene, it, and it was kind of took a little longer than I cared for. Yeah, it, it was okay. Uh, apparently, the one power makes it basically unbreakable forever. Um, at first, I thought this was like a ruse. Yeah, I thought maybe like because it seemed like. Swan was trying to like subtly weave and like maybe like oh keep this from actually being a binding contract but after the end of it I'm like ah this seems magical contract 
Yes. Um, and then it's it's real rough on our girl Moraine. Like both her and Swan like have tears in their eyes. I feel like they know they will not see each other again for a long time. Maybe not ever. And all the sisters. I think it's turn gonna be not backs. ever. Could be not ever. All the sisters turn their backs on her as she leaves. And my immediate thought was just like, she, she still got land though, right? Like she's having to leave. She's exiled, but we're not losing land, right? I mean, <laughs> oh, come on. She cannot lose uh, my dude. Yeah, the next scene, by the way, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely thought she was going to go ahead and release Lan. That's what I thought was coming. <sighs> and I was like, sucked. oh, fuck, here it comes. This is going to be rough. But no, thankfully. Yeah. Fucking hell, thankfully. I, w- I would not have been okay with that. Yeah, that would have been no. really, really, really shitty. Um, yeah, so so as as Moraine is leaving, you know, we see all the the everybody who wasn't inside, right? Like uh like Leandrin mm-hmm. and Alana. Uh they are also turning their back on Moraine. And uh Alana she- looks real real fucking sad about it. Yeah. But she is Persona non grata, she is, you know, right. Not allowed yep. there anymore, basically. Um. So look, we we cut to Moraine, uh, leaving on horseback and uh, riding up uh, into these hills. And there's this kind of really cool, like, structure built, like a fork, mm-hmm. like a stone kind of fork ish thing. Uh. And who do we see on a fucking trotting pony over here? But our fucking guy, Loyal. Loyal. Our guy, Loyal, man. I love I, I love was, him so much. I was so happy when at first I was like, oh, he's just bringing them to nah, the he place came with they're going to leave him behind. Dude, I you don't know how happy I was. I was like, Loyal is coming with them. We're not just leaving Loyal behind. He's coming with them. Fuck Yes. Fuck yes, Loyal. I was so happy. Yeah, so uh so Loyal shows up with um Who's with him? Uh Matt. Perrin and Egg. Yeah. Matt. No, Perrin Perrin and Egg, isn't it? No. He And then Matt No, I'm and pretty Rand. sure. It's Matt and Rand. They're they've been the ones that have been staying in his house, basically. Oh, that's true. But I really thought it was doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. They all show up. Yeah, they all show up. Land then shows up with the other two. <laughs> Whichever two were with. with well, uh, three. There's. Because oh, there's right. five of them total. Fucking Nene. Fucking. Fucking Nene. Fucking Nene. So we learned that this mode of transportation is called the way? Yeah. Uh, it's just like. They do some magic at one of these like gateway things, and it allows you to cross into a different dimension type of thing. Yeah, our our boy loyal says they are ancient pathways out of time and space. Right. He says like you can cover like a mile in there might cover hundreds of miles in the real world. I wonder if they age differently. Could be. Uh, it, it looks creepy, and it's like the mines of Moria in there, basically. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, it, it does look pretty, uh, pretty sketch. Looks intense. Yeah, because they release all the all the horses, and loyal or it's either loyal or land says like, uh, yeah, they cannot survive the ways. So, 
doesn't seem like this is going to be an easy, like, uh, you know, step through and we're there type journey. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, so Moraine opens up this thing and, uh, well, not before, you know, they all, they all have some questions for her. And they say, right. listen, if we're going to be Re- doing this, like, you need to fucking shoot us straight. What the fuck is going on? Real quick, before we get into that, I just want to call out, there was a funny moment. You know, Randikin, as they're having, like, this reunion, Randikin and Egg share a moment who gives a shit. But there was a funny moment where Matt tries to be like, oh, Perrin, you look like shit, bro. And Perrin's like, yeah, well, at least I wasn't idiot enough to steal an evil dagger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was like, ah, boy, I like Perrin and Matt together again. That's yeah, good stuff. Yeah, I And I, I also like Matt not being sick again yes his personality is fun i i yeah, enjoy him same except same, it doesn't same. seem like we're gonna have a lot of him <laughs> oh boy yeah um, why not zach so so they they have some questions that they want answered and mm-hmm. uh moraine's like okay fine look let me be clear with you guys uh this is where we're going this is what we're trying to do uh or else basically <laughs> yeah yeah and one of them has the insight. Fucking must have rolled a twenty on their insight check. Uh, <laughs> fucking, they're just like, fucking well, what weird. happens to all of us that are not the dragon? They ask the exact perfect question, and yep. she's just like, "Uh, we won't know until we get there." <laughs> yeah, she sure she sure seems like she's lying a lot for. Her. Yeah, not being well, bending you know, the truth. Exactly, you know that's exactly what she taught us when we met the white cloak in whatever episode that was. She just kind of bends the truth and dances around the truth rather than lying outright. Right. Uh, that's my fucking girl. Love her. Um. So they they all set set through the uh through the gateway through the ways and uh, as the portal is closing behind them, we see that Matt has decided to not join them. And uh, it's just just hanging out outside, watching them leave, and everybody's freaking out. And that is the end of the episode. Yeah, there was there was a good moment before they all start after Moraine opens the portal and they all kind of start to go forward. Matt asks her, he's like, uh, "Is it too late to change one's mind?" Just hypothetically, I'm for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. Um, Moraine's like, there's no turning back. Whatever happens now is beyond our control. The wheel weaves as the wheel wills. And Matt's like, well, okay, then the wheel is weaving that I'm going to stand right here. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I, uh, I thought he would reluctantly join them. So I was, I was pretty surprised by this, but. Holy shit, what a journey. Yeah, that was uh that was a good fucking episode, dude. It was a good that was so good. Even though I'm not episode. overly happy about something like some aspects of the story that are affected by right. by what happened in this episode, I I can't deny that this episode was unbelievably good. Right. I I'm right there with you. I think honestly, you know, we talked about the big twist in this episode and like how shocking it was. I think even maybe more so than that, the thing I am currently most surprised by is how fast things are moving now. Yeah. Like, remember, like, three or three-ish episodes ago, we were like, 
oh boy, what is happening here? Like, they are getting bogged down on this road. Like, are they even going to get to the White Tower before this season ends? Right. And now here we are, like, stepping into Portal to Deathdom. You know, hey, we're off to the eye of the world to slay the, find the dragon and slay the dark right, one. Right, and right, I wonder, here we go. I wonder how many books this season is covering. Right. Yeah, I have no idea. And there's there's a ton of there's books. There's fourteen Isn't there like books. Something like, okay, I was gonna say seventeen. Fourteen books. Damn. Yeah. 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 And is it all about the same characters, or does it like? I cross I multiple don't ages. Know. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. It just in case, uh, listeners. Just in case you didn't know, we're <laughs> we're going into this whole thing blind. We've never, you know, uh, read or been told anything about this story. Here's here's a fun here's a fun Scott fact. Uh, I watched part of this episode uh, while I was out of my house on on my phone mobile, and uh, the Amazon Prime Video app does this handy dandy little thing like where it gives you like little general trivia and like insight into the world. And I saw something about during like the courtroom, whatever you want to call it scene that the Brown Aes Sedai are like the librarians of the order. Oh, that's cool. And they're just like history kind of lore keepers. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I, I'm not going to do that consistently and like look for that kind of stuff. Cause I, I think I kind of prefer just to absorb yeah the show organically like as it's presented right. to I me. Right. I mean and also I, too I, like to it's almost a challenge to the show to make sure that like it's like right efficient enough and like clear right. enough to deliver the info that we need right to you know For sure. to the watcher so yeah, I'm not like I said. I'm not going to be like looking at those and doing that constantly. But I th- I did think that was cool. Like for those who are like, hey, I just want to know all there is to know about this world. Give me give me the back deets. Uh, I think that's a cool little touch. Yeah. So yeah, that is uh, that is pretty neat. Um, that's pretty neat. So look, there's no secret. We both really liked this episode. Yeah. Uh, I think this episode is the best of the season. I I would agree. I have I think it just beats out episode 4. I have some problems yeah. as we've talked about. Here's one that I have not that we have not talked about. Um I well, one's a preference and one is a I feel like an actual problem. I feel here's the actual problem. I feel like it is actually going too fast now. Did seem to hit fast forward pretty quick. Yeah. None of them know what the fuck they're doing. None of them know how to use their... They don't even know what their powers are. Yeah. And they're just rushing to fight the Dark One. This seems like... Like, there's, there's no, there's no way that this works. I mean, look, I get that. This is not going to work. They're going to have to retreat. They're going to have to come back. Like, that's, that's what's going to happen. Like, has to, right? But it just, it like... It almost is just like the players in this game that are pulling these strings are way more intelligent than that. Like, what the fuck is the point here? Like, what is the actual... They're just trying to throw it at the wall and see if it sticks. And I don't really like that for how... The type of game that our our, our people are playing. Moraine and Swan should 
that just doesn't seem like their style. You're you're saying that you don't buy that they would even attempt this because you don't think it has any chance of succeeding. Correct. And you think they, as their characters, should know that and not even they, try. They it. should know that this is this is slim to none. And they, have and you they, seen how badass Moraine and Lan are? I mean, yeah, but if that's the case, then, then why then why would he, they just not go on their own? And why would they have well, not done that before? Because the dragon prophecy has to be fulfilled. I don't know. Right, and I'm and you, I, I get what you're saying. I guess what I what I'm saying is that there there's no chance that this actually works when we have five people who potentially can channel, but don't have any idea how to do it. Like, don't know how to control their powers or, or yeah. at all. Like, and like, what do they expect them to do? Just like just show up and it's just gonna happen yeah they just have to believe in the heart of the cards right okay they have to believe in the heart of the cards yeah uh no it's like it's like neo at the end of the matrix at some point he just like believes and then he can stop bullets yeah it just clicks and then he can jump inside hugo okay (laughs) well i i just i i do think that that's a little strange and i think that uh this definitely could be a product of I don't know if this show is confirmed for a second season. Sure. This could be a product of trying to get to like a climax uh at the end of the f- Tell me about it. Yeah, I've been trying for a hot minute. <laughs> I've been trying for a whole It was season. easy during this episode actually with Moraine looking as good as she did. Um So yeah, I have a problem with that. Another thing that I that as far as preference goes, uh I'm kind of sad to be leaving what the White Tower. Dude, yes. The politics Definitely. are just so fun. Definitely. We got a huge, just like condensed burst of it in this fucking episode. But like I said, it's almost like all of Moraine's quote unquote obstacles or enemies that we thought were going to be in her way, you know, from several episodes ago going into this. Right. She's just, she's too OP, man. She's just. Yeah. To, taking care of everything. Like the big twist was she's in league with Swain, uh Swan. Swan. Uh and she just totally just messes up Leandrin's world. Yeah. And it's just like she's too good. She's almost too good. Well, here's what's gonna happen though. Here's my prediction. Uh, and, and this Leandrin this- will kill Swan. Uh kill or some overthrow. sort of coup. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I there's agree. gonna be a coup. Uh, Leandrin's gonna gain more and more and more followers. This has been, you know, groundwork for several episodes now about how how mm-hmm. many followers she has. Uh, she she will end up overthrowing uh, Swan, and uh, Swan will summon Moraine back home just before she falls or just before she's killed. And uh, then we'll, you know, Moraine will have to go back and, although she's never had a quote unquote designs for the seat, uh, she will likely challenge uh, Leandrin uh, out of duty, out of necessity. I agree. I also think something along those lines will happen. Yeah. I think Swan will not be the Amarillin seat for long. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, so Moraine's basically gonna pull a Simba, 
going to come back. And ne- ne- never yes. never wanted Pride Rock, but uh, actually, no, he did actually want Pride Rock, but whatever. Yeah, Being forced to, to go back and challenge Uncle Scar. How could you forget that he just can't wait to be king? Zach? Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole goddamn song about it. There is a whole goddamn song about it. Uh, yeah, Leandrin's definitely going to be dangling Swan off the edge of the tower, looking deep into her soul and say, long live the seat. <laughs> and then drop her. Uh, Shout out to uh, our, my boy Jeremy Irons. Great voice for Scar. Great voice. Yeah. Yeah, Jeremy Irons fucking killed it, dude. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So this episode was fucking great. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to say. Do you have uh, anything else to to recap? I on do here? have one more thing, Zach. We have to name. Oh, who right. Won the week. Who are we awarding? What? Hey, what do we call this award? Who who won the Amerlin seat? I think in many more ways than one. Moraine won the Amerlin seat. <laughs> She came she out on top that of that Amarillo seat. seat, all right. <laughs> oh my god! Um, I mean, can it be anyone but Moraine? No, I don't think so. Not I, not in this episode. No. no. Swan, maybe, but no, no. it's 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 no, Moraine. E- even even Swan is is kind of like giving it up to what Moraine. Yeah. I mean, Swan's the one that got down on her knees. Swan is giving it up in many ways. You know, <laughs> she's a giving lover. Good for her. Uh, listen, I was worried uh, several episodes ago. Like, as we started the show, I was, you know, I've been big into Moraine from the beginning. She's awesome. I think she's a super interesting and super cool character. I was worried that as we went along, the focus would shift to our five lovingly i will call them lovingly dipshits um you know the potentials but that has not happened yet and i am so glad this was i feel like moraine was in every single scene almost of this episode yeah uh she was just getting shit done constantly um she fucking cured matt of the darkness she, I mean, I'm not going to run down the list of getting everything she did. She, she won the week. She, she literally yeah, did everything by a mile. This was, this was, Moraine just playing every. She's like the Bugs Bunny baseball thing. She's playing every position out there. She's winning the game by herself. She's just running roughshod over the competition. Uh she is great. Yeah, she's she's the coolest character by a mile. Yeah, it's Jesus Drew. Yeah. It's almost a shame that she doesn't have more competition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we just... Like, how long can the show sustain being interesting when she's that much better than everyone else? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I that I see potential for worrying. Leandrin to, like, get more and more interesting. Sure. Um... I mean, Alana could be cool. I like Alana. Alana's yeah, cool. I like her. Like, she's like my buddy, but not like, yo, yeah. she's fucking cool. Yeah. I mean, she just buds with Moraine, which is like, that's just kind of another win for for Moraine because yeah. they're tight. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I feel like there's there there's a lot there's a lot more that I want this show to do. Um, yes. 
and I, I'm really, really hoping that it's able to deliver. Uh, it has not disappointed so far. That's that's the only thing. It's been phenomenal so far. One week since I you looked hope, at me. <laughs> yes. I just hope it. there are certain things that I am a little concerned about. I hope it doesn't lose its way down the line. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. see. Um, well, that's going to do it for us. We appreciate you guys listening as always. Uh, stay tuned next week while we go over episode. Wait, this was six, right? Yeah. The penultimate Holy episode shit, of season man. one. This is going quick. Next week. Next week as we uh, discuss episode seven of The Wheel of Time. Uh, we are also wrapping up our We Don't Want a Harry Potter series as we speak. Uh, we've got a couple more banger of, uh, of episodes uh, to be released shortly. Uh, one on Monday. And uh, a kind of finale recap type episode with our good friends Sam and Emily over at uh, Harry Potter and the Half Drunk Podcast. So be on the lookout for that. Hit us up on the Twitter and Instagram at We Don't Want a Pod. And we will see you next time. Bye.